2: yeah i wonder it's if you combine if you combine mm-hmm. hawaiian and polish like would you get a normal like normal to the standards of a native english speaker normal looking word
0: do either of you watch Frasier?
2: no i, I don't. don't see there
0: that there's like uh, there's an episode in like because they're both like super haughty or whatever and he's like oh i'm trying the newest fusion restaurant it is Polynesian-Scandinavian. It's called... N- 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 Vahala, And honestly, I would 100%. That's kind of fun. Go to but yeah, no, I think I
2: wonder if you combine Hawaiian and Polish, do you get an English word? Because I feel like the amount of consonants and the amount of vowels will balance each other out. Someone who understands language more than I do, please
1: experiment. <laughs> We should take, like, the, um, the Polish word for something and the Hawaiian word, like, for the same thing and try to put them together in some way. Yeah. I feel like that'd be fun. Ooh, that, that's a whole separate episode. <laughs> great. Like,
2: combine these, make it a little portmanteau, maybe. That'll be great. That'll be fun. Although, I will have to figure it. One of us will have to figure out at least how to vaguely pronounce Polish words. <laughs> Which I guess will have to be me.
1: Yeah. Or do, if we know anybody who's Polish, we can have him as a guest, and they can help us out.
0: I'm Polish.
2: I mean, technically, I am.
1: Well, I mean, like from so, like, Poland. actual, actually like, <laughs> from Poland, obviously. Technically, from the I don't need a Polish
2: heritage. I mean, a Polish. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um <laughs> Brix, did you read either of those fanfictions
1: I sent you? Oh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I. <clears throat> I am so spacey lately. It happens I don't to the best of is. us, although one of them isn't that long, so just putting that up. The first one you sent, right, the What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, but What We Do in the Shadows on Because I, I started it, and then I, and then I got distracted, and then it was a whole thing. It
2: happens to the best and of us. And then the other one was Twin Peaks, right? Of course it was. Yeah. Which is, like, again, I'm blown away at how good that was, because it was written, like, several years prior to the return, and it was, like, literally, like, the original third season that never was.
1: I opened them. I looked at them. I think I even have a tab on my computer somewhere with one of them open.
2: Boom. I am honored. <laughs> How's everyone doing
1: today? Hi. I just got a whole bunch of yarn, so I'm giddy. I love that for you. How
0: are you feeling after your run?
1: Oh, yeah. How'd your race go? Um, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Seven degrees. Did you
0: win? That's insane. Yeah,
1: no. Uh, it was funny because there was um, there was the quarter marathon and then the half marathon, and it was a loop race. So quarter marathons did two laps and then half did four laps. I got lapped by this guy twice, the guy that won the half marathon, and he was wearing, like, the shorty shorts and a tank top. Good for him. In seven-degree weather.
0: That's a good and strategy that- yeah, because that, that makes you run down, faster. You so you- and then you just want to get it over with. The whole yeah. thing.
1: He finished understand? his half marathon eight minutes after I finished my quarter. <laughs> he was so <sighs> fast. He was twenty-two. And just he just looked like one of those people who like just runs everywhere like that it like breathing to him, you know. Some people that's one of those things where it's like obviously like
2: any amount of time and practice into like any one thing is going to get you somewhere. But like some people are just freaking built for it.
1: I am not i've been told that by more than one doctor who says i do not have the joints for running
0: and yet here we are
1: here you yeah. are a pretty we're like probably not do that anymore i'm like yeah that's not gonna happen and i'm signing up for two half marathons
0: i need to what foam roll you so
1: doing?
0: Bad. I today i was hurting i need i am serious i seriously need to foam roll like really really uh, bad uh-huh. like i know after this i'm gonna make food and while food is cooking I am laying on the floor and just roll it sliding out. everywhere. Yeah.
1: Actually, I'm glad you said that. I should probably do that later. I was at the gym doing squats earlier, and just the pain, like in my quads.
0: Oh my god! I almost fell into the Potomac yesterday.
1: Uh-huh. Because,
0: so I was on my run, and um. When you, like, run by the Martin Luther King Memorial and then around to the Jefferson Memorial, you are running along the water, but, like, there's no railings, like, there's no, it's it's sort of a sidewalk, like, there's benches, but it's, it was also very icy, and I knew going into it, I was like, this is so stupid, but I'm definitely going to do it anyways, because where else am I going to run? And I did, and at one point, I just, I just started, like, sliding, and I had no way of, like, counter sliding, and then, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I managed not to fall in, but it was pretty close.
1: That's good. Good that you can. <laughs> Fun, didn't. you can like see your laugh, life flash before your eyes. Mm-hmm. and Hate like, being on solid ground. It's good.
0: It was no, and and the terrifying thing was like it was the slowest slide ever. But I had no other place to get traction, so like I I could only just watch and hope that it stopped. Oh my god!
2: The it other morning, when I was going into work, like there was the lightest dusting of snow on the ground, but the snow hadn't been predicted the snow was predicted for the next morning so i like i was like going places when like there was like it was still just like uh, like snow like salt down no plowing no nothing and i like was going well under the speed limit and everything i literally slid through a stop sign i've done that before it was yeah. not i've, I've fun. definitely it was not fun it was I... rather terrifying
0: i've definitely slid through a couple stop signs just because yeah. weather conditions it's mm-hmm. it, it, it it is really scary because you're prey because like if the if the intersection if it's not a four-way stop yeah, no nobody I mean, like, like thankfully you.
2: it was really like you know, it was really early in the morning and like that's part of the reason why the roads were as bad as they were. No one was going anywhere.
0: Oh, that's where I did. When I was on my way home from work while I was living in New York, like my work is uphill from my house and it was really bad snow. And we got stuck late, and literally, I like just slid half the way down and like, <laughs> this is bad.
1: Yeah, that's a problem with um, like, because Geneseo, City Geneseo, is built into just a big hill, like the whole campus is a hill. Yeah. And so, and then my parking lot is like part way down the hill, and I have to go uphill up to Main Street, and it's a hill that's like, you know, that steep.
0: I got That's terrifying.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty intense, and when it gets really snowy, I'm always like, okay, come on, we can do this. I have seen,
2: like, not even in, like, a car sense, I have seen people eat shit on that
1: hill. The one that's right in front of Dodie? Mm-hmm. It's bad. Well, I have to go up every time. There's no other way to get where I need to go. (sighs) Yeah, no, it was bad.
2: Although, in the winter, it was always nice when I, like, had classes where I would either, like, slowly very slowly work my way up the hill like through buildings so like all those like all the like wells to erwin and everything Mm -hmm. that's all connected Mm -hmm. where it'd be like oh i have one class and now i just have to go up like two flights of stairs for the next class and then by the end of the day i would like be at the top of the hill and just like be able to go home that was nice nice With like the other terrifying
0: thing is the other thing that's just really scary is my car weighs all of like eight pounds so when there's all the snow on the road it's like a surfboard yeah i do just...
2: i do have
0: where are they gonna go well, i don't know it's, a, it's the, an adventure that way that's one of that the way.
2: struggles of my car and i love my car like i have a little mm. nissan centric gets like great fuel efficiency has enough fun little features without like being insane but as soon as there's snow on the ground it's just
1: like we are slip sliding away <laughs> That's why it's fun going down that hill at Geneseo, because, you know, I'm coming into work and it's all snowy. I get to, like, Tokyo drift into the parking lot. I love that for you. I am literally so sad that while I
2: was at Geneseo, I never stole a tray from the dining hall and went sledding on it.
1: That would be a good college memory. That
2: would be a good college memory. Never did it.
1: I never did either. Oh, okay. Well, now I feel a little better. <laughs> Although one time we did um, put a bunch of tarps on a hill on campus and covered it with cheap dish soap and used it as a slip and slide. God, I wish that were me. I could not get the smell of cheap dish soap me. <laughs> <laughs> my hair just felt like horrible like dollar store dish soap for days, I swear. I'm gonna say worth it. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Good to know.
2: Um. What's that? Oh my god, today at work as I was just like, what? We were working outside all day which was freezing but um we were like you know just walking around like the the site where we were like doing all the stuff with the crane and my boss was like oh yeah so i i learned that your favorite dinosaur is brontosaurus i was like did you like did you listen to the podcast he was like yeah just a couple minutes so thanks boss man for giving us some
1: clicks <laughs> it's appreciated it's wild forget people actually listen to me yeah
2: but also because like you know how you know like every time someone says like oh like you know you like something that you like did or were involved in or like you're like oh yeah here like here's this thing i did and everyone's like oh yeah i'll check it out you know they're not going to check it out yeah so like i forget that like sometimes people might
1: so that yeah. was kind of cool it's like obviously i know we're being recorded when we do this and yet sometimes i forget and i think we're just like hanging out with <laughs> I mean, that is the vibe I like to create, so I mean, oh, yeah. I guess it's, I guess it's good that you do. Yeah.
0: It's like, if Seinfeld was a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, people just today, again, somebody asked me, so like, so what's the podcast about? And I'm like, um, we just, uh, argue about stupid things. That's, that's basically We simply it. have a conversation. Yeah. and And then I provide example questions. And, uh, like, the example one I mentioned today was the one that we- was, a couple weeks ago, we talked about square versus triangle pizza. And he was like, well, that's just a matter of opinion. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you gotta defend your opinion.
2: Yeah, the one I usually go to when I'm, like, attempting to explain this podcast to people is, like, are Pop-Tarts ravioli and, like, how many holes are in a straw? And if some- and usually if a boomer is asking me about it, the default question I always- like, the example I always give is pineapple on pizza. Because,
1: like, that's such a universal source of, like, vitriol. I feel like we had a pretty, uh, intriguing and well-reasoned conversation about hard versus soft tacos. I enjoyed that. I did enjoy <laughs> that. And actually, was I on
0: that one? I don't remember.
1: You were here. That was the week it was just me and Bridget. Oh, okay. yeah. It's... You were on the road.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: But I think, um, actually, the first question we have, Zach you sent it to the group chat and on twitter that
0: was me that was
2: great and actually here hold on let me pull it up we
0: just quick. roll with it
1: are y'all proud i was keeping up with the
0: uh oh my god yeah you
1: were
0: i was I, like
1: I was, I think i might be a little behind again but
0: no you were killing you were i was like it. brooks is on instagram again oh my god
1: yeah i was really proud of myself i was yeah. like if i just keep up as i go then um, I don't have to- <laughs>
0: On, on both platforms too yeah. it it really is the clean as you go method like. right.
2: okay here we go so the tweet that Zach sent to our group chat that we will be discussing was by twitter user at coadine fridge nice <laughs> how do we know what dinosaurs sound like someone just made up dinosaur noises and we just rolling with it
0: no no no, no. wait we, we gotta make sure that's right um. Oh, first of all, yeah. Codeine Fridge is a legendary name. Um, rolling with it.
2: Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. No, uh, we gotta make sure that we get it. We just roll with it. Oh. Yeah, we're there
0: just we rolling go. with it. Okay.
2: So then I kind of have <laughs> some, like, sub points for this tweet to, like, give us a starting point for the discussion. Did they just... Do we think that people have just made up sounds, or did they ma- somehow make an educated guess? And if they did just make them up... How do we think they did? Did they do a good job?
1: They're not just made up. Yeah, I feel like they're they like, can't be. They're based on anatomy, the structures of the bones that they've uncovered. Yeah, it makes sense. They can actually like recreate the like the vocal box of dinosaurs based on the remains that they found. Wait.
0: Yeah, there was actually, everybody knows there was that a res- the larger the dinosaur, the scarier it is, and the scarier it is, the louder it had to be. Th- I mean, that that's just science. You can't make it up.
2: Shout out to the person who responded to this tweet in two tweets. Based on bone structure, scientists can figure out the placement of the vocal cords and the larynx to determine the sounds they made. Same person responds to their own tweet.
1: I actually have no idea if this is true. I'm lying. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was me it was me but like that sounds right yeah i'm gonna be honest it, it might have been just some fictional tv show and honestly can't remember but i i watched something at some point where they actually like 3d printed what the vocal box of i want to say it was a t-rex would have no, been shaped like no based have on, you seen had... the one where it's like it's like a mummy <laughs> They, like, 3D
2: printed a mummy's vocal cords to, like, figure out what his yes. voice is. Like, but it's just,
0: I remember it's just, like, what the voice was.
2: I was, like, voice was. But it's, like, ah. It's just, like, ah. <laughs> and, like, I'm, like, how many billions of dollars of, like, research went into this? And all we have is, ah.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. That's
2: great. I will link that. That's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Because there's, like, so much build up too. It's, like, uh-huh. we put all this mm-hmm. work in. Like, all this research.
1: <laughs> ah. God. Science but I mean amazing. that's basically what they have done with dinosaurs I think.
2: Yeah, okay, I buy it. Again, we just, I mean, we're we're not discussing it. this as scientists. We're discussing
1: this as idiots on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> I consume such a weird mix of like fictional and non-fictional content that but I Sometimes it blurs a little bit. I, yeah. Who knows where I got that. But I mean Yeah, I mean based on fossils, they have to be able to
2: at least like get an idea. Yeah.
0: I was trying to think about like other noises that reptiles make, and I really can't think of any. I cannot think of one reptile that makes a noise I can just like
2: geckos. Huh? Geckos. When those geckos make really cute noises, they make like these funny little, especially like their like "no touch me, I'm angry" noise is like this adorable little squeak type thing. It's like
0: wait, are
2: leeches are? I love Lyciang's gettos. They have no brain. Yeah, I guess they are. They have That's nothing cool. between those yeah. eyes but Please. air. And I love them so much. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. mesmerizing. It's
0: Interesting. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I also include I a video
2: really... of some lychees making their angie sounds because it's so cute. It's adorable. It's like, you know they're mad, but they're
1: so cute with them. But you want to keep poking
2: them because they keep eh. making it noise. Eh. Unless
0: the like, gecko walks on two legs, then it says fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent more car insurance.
2: Correct. Anyway, it's true. It's yeah, true. No, I, I, it is. But um, I'm also trying to think of other reptiles that make noise that aren't just geckos because geckos have their little squeaks and they're like funky, like little like e eh, noises.
1: I feel like there have to be. Like, don't beardies make some sort of noise? I think they Probably. Can? Hiss? Oh, well, snakes hiss. Yeah. We have that. Oh, yeah, I I forget that was an obvious one. I didn't mention it. Yeah, I... Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know
2: if a lot of bigger lizards make noise and what that noise would be. I'm gonna Google it. Because, like... Tegus, skinks—I
1: have no idea, but they seem like they no, would. No chickens make noise. Monitors. Apparently, Monitors have chickens
0: to. are closely related.
1: The only sounds bearded dragons make are subtle hissing noises when they are upset. Okay. So similar to
2: snakes, they really don't do much other than that.
0: Alligators are extremely vocal animals, making loud grunts called bellows year round, but especially around mating season. I did not know that alligators bellowed.
2: Oh, yeah, they're loud. Alligators are very loud.
0: Do you think that sharks would be embarrassed if they knew we could see them coming? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to say maybe.
1: Are are they sentient? I don't know I don't who they know. think they are, but if they were... They wouldn't I, be. I just don't
0: know if they know that their fin is sticking up.
2: I and we can, like,
0: to. 100% see them coming.
2: They have to be able to feel that. They have Like, they're, they're a fish. They have to be able to feel that part of them is out of the water.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but also, like... Think of all the times cats think they're hiding from you... When... Because their eyes are hidden... Yeah, yeah when, when,
0: when, like, your husky just gets, sticks their face in the couch.
2: Yeah. Oh dogs can't I love, see me now. I love guilty dogs when they're, like, hiding mm-hmm. in their face, or, like, they stick their face in the couch. It's like, nope, didn't do it. Don't mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> we love, we love we love a guilty pup. It's adorable. But yeah, I feel as though yeah. sharks maybe, maybe they can tell they're out of the water, but also, like, does it matter to them? Because I don't think they're, like, they're not sentient or at least you know not to a high degree they're definitely have that i mean i would say they have a little more brain well, no like, than like another fish
0: no i mean sharks are sharks are sentient and really smart i just want to know if they know that they kind of give away their position every time
1: yeah maybe maybe they're just hoping you won't notice because it's so small compared to the rest of their yeah. body
2: This is also very true,
1: but there are sharks.
2: But there are plenty of sharks that don't, like a whale shark. That's not coming like up to the surface.
0: Okay, but can you imagine having a hammer as a head? No. You just straight up.
1: I mean, it's not a literal hammer. You can't like use it for a nail. That'd probably go great.
0: (laughs) That's probably what they want you to think. Well, because it's 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 bone, bone, right? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it would still, like, break the skin. I mean, it's a shark. It's not like you're gonna be, like, working a construction job because you're, you know, you have this built-in tool you can use. And <laughs> apparently on one of the two
2: days that I was... not at work my boss tried to use like was using like a pipe wrench to try and like i don't even know what the hell they were trying to do get something unstuck that was very stuck and he had the brilliant idea to put like a crowbar or something in the handle of the pipe wrench and try to get more leverage that way and it like flew like flew off and spun around a couple times whacked him in the head he had to get five stitches and the pipe wrench broke This man got in a fight with a wrench and won.
0: He won, but at what cost?
2: Yeah.
1: So, I leave for two days. I'm gone for two days and this is what happens. By the way, my search has indicated that most lizards are only capable of hissing. uh, And geckos are the chattiest of the common species, communicating with a variety of chirps, squeaks, and clicking sounds. Fair enough. The chirping is used to define territory, and also as a mating call. <clears throat> love geckos. Also love
2: frogs, mm-hmm. but that's not a reptile, so that doesn't help us.
1: Oh, man. Fun frog noises. Oh, my
2: god. I want to get a frog. I want. There's so many different types of frogs I want, but I can't get frogs until I have a separate room for the frogs, because I can't deal with the screaming at 3am. <clears throat> like, Elphaba already, like, Regularly gives me a heart attack by just like falling off of her per- various perches like as I'm about to go to sleep I can't we- I can't deal with that
1: You gotta get you a diurnal snake, huh? a Nocturnal snake I mean yeah <laughs> Too late. I'm attached I just like using the word diurnal.
2: It's a good word um So I guess since we've settled on they definitely did make an educated guess. How do we think they did?
0: I mean, intuitively it seems not far off from what you would think. I mean like a when I see I mean like, like
2: I mean technically this is my only frame of reference cuz we don't still have dinosaurs which is super disappointing. But when I see a dinosaur in a movie and they have it making noises in my brain i'm like yeah i like i buy that like this
0: is toy story
2: the like in like you know the various jurassic park movies like the sounds like the you know for example like brontosauruses are making it's definitely different from like the velociraptor like hissy type thing and for each of those it seems right so i think they did a good job
1: I I think it is based on the anatomy of, you know, the remains that they found, but also, like, we do still have dinosaurs. They're called birds. This is true. And so, maybe they use somewhat of, like, the bird anatomy to fill in some of the gaps. I believe that.
0: Uh, Okay.
2: I buy that. Again, not a scientist.
1: Neither am I. I'm probably totally wrong.
2: But, that's what we're here for.
1: I just know birds <clears throat> are dinosaurs. We're here to be publicly
2: wrong for your entertainment. Good stuff. I they have stuck had...
1: pterodactyls at Wegmans right now. <laughs> I saw them yesterday and I got really excited. I'm like, that's a dang pterodactyl. Like... I wish we still had dinosaurs. God, how awesome would that be? To have our homes regularly crushed by monstrosities be stepped on. Let (laughs) me put it this way.
2: I want to be one of the people that goes to Jurassic Park on one of the days where nothing
1: happens. Oh, you want to have them in, like, a zoo. You don't want them just roaming about. Like, the first, like, uh, the first Jurassic World, where, like, they had,
2: like, the whole functioning park. I want to be one of the people that goes there on a day where nothing bad happens. How much would that slap?
1: I mean, yeah, but then there's always that risk that they could uh, get out somehow.
2: Okay, but, but like by the time well,
0: guys...
1: I'm gone and it's not my problem.
0: Do you guys follow the Jurassic Park updates Twitter account?
2: No, mm-hmm. oh my god.
0: Oh, it's so funny.
2: <laughs> I will have to check this out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I want to be one of the people that goes there on a day where nothing happens. It sounds great. Yeah.
0: Jurassic Park, one of the biggest names in dinosaurs.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One of? Yeah, one of
2: the others. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm just reading this Twitter account.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, I gotta say, no matter how many movies we have, like, telling us that it's a bad idea to, like, like,
1: revive the dinosaurs, uh, please... But there's also something about like bringing them back just to keep them captive for our amusement that also feels a little sad don't
2: make me think about this i just want to see big lizard
1: (laughs) i just want (laughs) to see big lizard it'd be cool to do that just so we could actually know more about them like from a scientific standpoint Do we have
2: anything else we would like to say about dinosaurs, Jurassic Park, sharks?
0: Sharks have been around for longer than dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, I kind of like that, um, like, animals like sharks and like crocodilians. Evolution has been just like, yeah, no. I think I got, I think we got that one first try. Like, first draft was, was good enough.
1: What about tardigrades?
2: You're going to have to refresh my memory on what
1: that is. Tardigrades? Oh, they're so bizarre, man. They've been around well before the uh, dinosaurs. Is this... They're, um... I don't know how to describe them. Let me just Google this. Hold on. Yeah, Google it. Because they've been around for like 600 million years. They're they're like, scientists
0: just don't understand. What is that?
1: Tardigrade. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I'm looking at it now.
2: Wait, no! Don't they have the? It's like the, they have the funky little name. It's like something
1: bear, little water bear. Yeah, Wasserbär, German. What are these things? Yeah, they're like indestructible or something. They're also called most piglets. Yeah they're indestructible immortal beings that have been around since before the dinosaurs
2: oh there's this weird this is gonna be an episode with a lot of links in the description there's this weird jellyfish that like once it gets to a certain point like once it gets to like a certain age it just like reverses its aging process Mm. it's just like yeah no i've had enough i'm gonna go back the other way
0: i want to pet jellyfish so bad like they're so soothing to look at
2: right oh my god
0: like, literally, jellyfish in, like, a lit tank. Oh, my God. I could watch them just vibe forever. And I wouldn't feel bad about it because they don't have brains.
2: No, you know what I think is a, an absolutely fantastic idea that, like, I'm sure plenty of people do this? Just, like, just just eat a, eat a, eat a brownie, eat a brownie, wink, wonk, and then go to an aquarium and just, just watch. Oh, my God.
0: Alex i feel like that'd were be a in...
2: really relaxing experience
0: alex and i were in an aquarium down south and i i don't remember if i told the story but if i did it probably wasn't on there but like there was an exhibit and it was like these open jaws and then in these open like you know fossil jaws or like like massive but yeah. but then inside of it were these like lights and they were just like glowing and swirling, and we, we were like what is that and we were like look went in and we were like looking at these things trying to figure out what they were and like for they looked like like for the life of us we couldn't figure out what it was and then we went out and we read and it was like see how you just walked in the mouth of this of all these teeth to look at these lights that's basically how these predators like How they get you, learn, pray, and I was like, Wow, like we felt so dumb because we totally fell for it. Like,
2: yeah, no, but I think that would be an incredibly relaxing experience if. joint and then just go hang out at an aquarium and watch all the fishies.
0: I want to eat a brownie and talk about Pangea. I've been on a real Pangea kick lately.
2: Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I could do that. I'm not against it. Heartigades,
1: man. I, what funky little boys. I love them. They they can they've been shown to survive in a dry state with no water for nearly 10 years. Like uh. Can withstand 1,000 times more radiation than other animals. Did they, are these, uh, these? They're the first known animal to survive after exposure to outer space. My God! As I said, they're indestructible. It's wild. You know, I mean, they're they're micros, they're tiny, tiny little things. Yeah, not really big I mean, but still... like microscopic organisms have life figured out. Like they, they seem can to just survive. be vibing. A few minutes at 304 degrees Fahrenheit. A few days at negative 328 degrees Fahrenheit. A few minutes at negative 458 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, how? No, okay, things like that. You know what else trips
2: me out? That there is some form of, like, mold or fungus or whatever. Like, you know uh, what the thing in Chernobyl, like, in Chernobyl, like, it's, it's just like, mass of like melted down like reactor core and spent fuel rods and like various materials from the building it's called the elephant's foot and it is so radioactive that they literally cannot even get a picture of it they had to like roll in a robot to look at it with a mirror and even then the film is almost so like it's so visibly corrupted already
0: with a mirror is it like a fucking basilisk or something yeah, like how like, like how because like they couldn't get they couldn't get any closer insane. they had
2: to like look around a corner with a mirror because they physically could not get any closer with their equipment and like i guess somebody discovered that there's just some mold or fungus or whatever that's just like eating it
1: it's just snacking on it
0: right, terrifying
1: We need to train tardigrades to work together to operate cameras. Amazing. Incredible. But yeah, no, like, that,
2: like, trips me out so much, because, like, this is literally, like, the most, like, dangerous, toxic, radioactive sludge. And some, like, heretofore unknown type of mold is just, like, delicious. Finally some good fucking food.
0: Yo, I want to, like, pit the Chernobyl plant versus a tardigrade.
2: Yeah. Chernobyl mold versus tardigrade. It's like there was
0: ever, like, a Nokia phone of animals, that's it, and I just want to see it go head-to-head with, like, straight-up nuclear waste.
1: I dig it. That sounds fun. Tardigrades can go without food or water for more than 30 years. Only to later rehydrate, forage, and reproduce. Like... They're aliens. They, it's alien. Yeah, no, that has to be it. That's,
2: that's not a real thing. Are they like eels in the fact that we have no idea how they make other tardigrades?
1: Oh, did you look into that? Yeah, I'm... We talked about it, I forgot about that. Now
2: we're just talking about a bunch of weird, like, sea life, and I'm having a great time. This is fantastic. All right. Again, can't- how- we've definitely brought up the eel thing before. How do we not know? How have we not just put a male and a female eel in a tank and waited for there to be more eels? It doesn't seem that hard to figure out.
0: Maybe they're shy and they won't do it.
2: Yeah. They're eels! Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was just double-checking it. Yeah, we don't know how they... They have theories, but they don't know for sure. Tardigrades or eels, or both? Uh, eels. Tardigrades, they do know. They, like, think they have, like, eggs and whatnot. What are the theories for eels? Uh... The leading theory is that they reproduce by external fertilization in which clouds of sperm fertilize free-floating eggs. Oh, so like frogs. I mean, so that would explain, like, so even if they were in the same tank, they would be releasing, like, the reproductive materials, and so they might not be able to actually see that. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. I'm not an eel scientist. Again, again, I think (laughs) this is, again, just put them in a tank and film it. They say it's mysterious because researchers have been unable to find their breeding grounds and still haven't observed mating in the wild or found a single eel egg.
2: Explain.
1: Make it make sense. Yeah.
2: This is just a fun little journey into like weird
1: science. I'm having so much fun. Man. Eel production has- reproduction has been observed in captivity. Okay, and what did they observe? What the eel doing. Yeah, what the, what eel, the eel doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> Eels in captivity. Huh. Weird. Weird what? <laughs> no, just the whole thing. Yeah, that's so whack. Yeah. What a world we live
2: in. What a world we live it, in, full of such strange it's creatures. It's insane
0: that there's life at the bottom of the sea. Oh my like god! Seven like miles all those weird little surface. things that like
2: live near like the like the vents in the Marianas Trench or whatever.
0: And there's just, fifty like, tons of pressure yeah, down there. Yeah,
2: chilling down there. No, okay, and that's like, like part of the reason why blobfish look like that when you take them up. hmm Because they like rapidly depressurize and they don't have like anything to keep them in shape because they don't. They don't need anything to hold themselves together when they're down there with however many thousands of pounds of pressure just squeezing them at all times.
1: Yeah. It's like differences in gravity in a way. They just
2: look like normal fish.
0: Yeah, no, like the blobfish coming up to the surface is like astronauts coming back from space.
2: Yeah. But like if they went there without
1: a spacesuit. Yeah. I was trying to remember. I was like, "How did we get here? Oh, dinosaurs!" Yeah,
2: this is great. <laughs> I'm having an awesome time. Do we want to move on, or do we just want to keep going down this rabbit hole? Because either way,
1: I'm I don't excited. Have any specific, uh, additions. Fair enough,
2: uh, Brooks. Oh, you've been enough. popping off with the questions in the document lately. You, like, added, like, 20 or, like, 20-something at a time, and they have all just been bangers that I'm excited to talk about. And this one, I think, could be, like, a hot debate. Are ebooks better than paper books? No. No, they are not. Absolutely not. Okay. That's not fair, though, because we're all a bunch of nerds. We are all a bunch of nerds. And here's the thing. I'm going, I'm going to say, in defense of ebooks. Yeah. There's no arguments both sides. Like it is a lot lighter than carrying around say like War and Peace
1: <laughs> hundreds of books.
2: But... Yeah and you you can take an entire library with you if you're traveling. That is kind of helpful.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. Can you put your laptop on top of your Kindle?
2: No, you cannot.
0: No, you cannot. And also because right now
2: does your Kindle give you the smell
0: Oh, it no. You don't get that new book smell. You get or that plastic old book smell. smell.
2: Both of them are good. Or
0: old book smell. Yo, just books smell just smell good.
1: <laughs> yeah, books be smelling great. And there's something, too, about, like, being able to actually see your progress. It's so satisfying like, when, it you when you see the book further
2: and further. Oh,
1: it's great. Oh, I love. love it. And something about holding it in your hands is nicer. Yes, especially when
2: it's, like, a really nice, like, hardcover copy of something. Especially if it's, like, a, fit, like a per- personal favorite. Like I have so yeah. many different copies of Good Omens. I have a copy that I like wrote a bunch of stuff in okay. and I have like a nice hardcover copy. Oh, love her.
0: But now, here is the real question. Paperback versus audiobooks. Because I, I am
1: activity at the time. What was that? I think it just depends on your activity at the time.
0: Agreed. Yeah i think that audiobooks have their place for Mm -hmm. sure and i'm a diehard audible
2: um, one of the audio dramas i listened to welcome to nightville they did like they had like a they published a book that's like a continuation of the story but they had an audiobook that was like read by like you know the same guy that narrates all the podcast episodes and like all the people who voice different characters i'm like well i've been listening to this for how long now It feels kind of sacrilegious to, like, not continue the story listening to it. So I never bought the book. I just downloaded the audiobook, and it smacked. So, I mean, yeah, no, they definitely have their place. And
0: The other thing is if you are reading a book read by the author, like A Promised Land, oh my god. To hear, (laughs) like, not just to read the stories of Barack Obama, but to hear him tell them. Same with Becoming. Same with Shortest Way Home. Same with Kamala Harris's book, honestly, although I don't remember what it's Oh, The Truths Behold. Sorry. Her like 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 her book was fine, but but the, the Obamas and the Budachic book really stood out to me.
2: I dig it. Yeah, no, and Lost there are some audio books book. that like they like pick like a really good person to read them. Like I think, Zach, you were like showing me this because i said you should like you should do a steve like you should read a stephen king book and it he, and i was mm. like oh you should read pet cemetery and you sent me a screenshot it was narrated by like michael c hall hello <laughs> like that's such a great choice hello luna oh not luna I'm remember the names
0: of the person who read <laughs> say nothing but they they were they had like the perfect accent for it phenomenal i dig Actually, now I'm curious, who reads the Harry Potter books? They're definitely on Audible.
2: Oh, yeah, that one guy's, like, I know the guy you're talking about. He's, like, oh, my God. When I was in grade school, we were, like, listening to sections of it in my art class once while we were just, like, working on our little drawings.
0: I listened to the audiobooks when I was a kid, and they were, like, on tape.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the one on Audible, at least, is narrated by Jim Dale.
2: Yeah, no, I'll have to give that a Google, because, like, I don't like... He's rather... Like, that that, spe- like, that specific guy reading them is rather beloved.
1: I don't really listen to audiobooks. I, I generally prefer to read them, and then I'll listen to podcasts when I have something, you know, Yeah, know, just listen to something.
2: Yeah, no. So I, I like, definitely prefer
1: to read rather than listen.
2: Nicks. Yeah, no. I <laughs> usually read, but again, time and place.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, ebooks you really can't beat the convenience because of the, the portability. Yeah, no. You have the n- ability to like um, jump easily to different. You can like look for certain words when you want to find a certain passage easily. Yeah, and I mean um, like an
2: ebook is going to take
1: up way less space in your bag
2: than a copy of like War and Peace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's also just something very comforting about having a ton of books. Oh my god, I know. I there's love that. I get like um sort of attached to them, mm-hmm. like they're my kids, you know. Fall asleep with books. I get very I attached to my books. A book nerd. Yeah. I was always oh, you know, a book nerd. I, so
2: so much of my childhood was spent like reading up past my bedtime and, like, listening to make sure I couldn't hear anyone coming up the stairs so I could, like, shut my light off real quick and pretend
1: I was asleep. I, like, lived at the local library and at the school library, and I would always be, like, the first person to finish assignments in class, and so I'd always have a book so I could... Oh my like, god, I know. It was great. <sighs> I miss independent reading time. hmm And just, it's just... It's nice. And being able to, like, go to bookstores and things, especially used bookstores, and try to find those, like, little treasures. I love a good used bookstore. The vast majority of my books are from used bookstores. Beautiful, wonderful, incredible. We love that. usually because they're also often, um, like, independent businesses, too, unlike, you know, Barnes & Noble or something like that. So there's that aspect, too. It's good stuff. It's just, it's different to be able to hold it in your hand. Downside, you don't know where the paper came from, and they could be filled with Vastra Narada That's a Doctor this is true. <laughs> This is very true. And they, you gotta count the shadows. You gotta watch out because the Vashanarada will eat you, to right the down to the skeleton.
2: <laughs> I think it's the first time. No, Doctor Who definitely got brought up with Maddie, but we never got into specifics. So I think that's the first time that's actually, like, referenced an episode.
1: I figured, you know, Silence in the Library. It's not, well, that's a two-parter. That's the first one, Silence in the Library. That's a real good two-parter.
2: Yeah. My favorite. I actually just rewatched it recently. I'm so behind on Doctor Who. I really gotta work on it. But there's a lot of things I gotta work on.
1: We were already being
2: super nerdy about books. I might as well reference. Yeah, we might yeah. as well just, like, Gotta go all in. Care. I dig. All right. Yes. Yeah, no, that didn't get as contentious as I thought it was going to get.
1: No, we're we're too
2: nerdy. This is true. This is very true. Um, so I guess last one is Wiley e. Coyote the victim rather than the Road Runner. I'm gonna say no. And here's my reasoning. The Roadrunner does seem to take a take a lot of joy in, um, violently thwarting Wiley Coyote's plans. However, yeah. this would not be happening if he were not trying to eat the Roadrunner. He is bringing it on himself.
1: Yeah, but like a coyote, that's just a predatory animal. You know, yeah. it's got to eat to survive. It's a carnivore. What's it gonna do? You know, it's gotta. It's just doing what it's got to do to survive. Whereas, well, how realistically um, the Roadrunner is because it's Looney Tunes. Cool.
2: Huh? How realistically are we going to be talking about this? Because it's Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, because you're like always oh, trying to kill him. Like, yeah, but there's reason for that. You
0: know, I don't, think, like... that I don't really think that there is a victim between the two of them. Yeah. They're both just doing what they have to do. And if that involves painting a tunnel on the side of a mountain, then that's what you got to do.
2: I mean, I mean, real talk yeah. of Looney Tunes is actually like like the old Looney Tunes are actually so funny.
0: No, they are really They're good.
2: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Like I will still watch them. Oh absolutely. I, I haven't I will in a still while. Watch, like, Tom if and like...
2: It is simply entertaining.
1: I don't know. The, the way that I see it, I don't think either of them is a victim per se, or either of them is a villain. The coyotes mm-hmm. just doing what coyotes do and trying to eat. Uh, which, you know, obviously people and animals don't want to be eaten. So the Roadrunner's going to protect himself. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't have to do it in such a cruel way. He's delighting in it. Yeah. So one of them is motivated just by eating and surviving, the other one is motivated by cruelty, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> the Roadrunner's faster. He's not going to be caught. He could just run away and it would be fine. But he's like, no, I'm going to be uh, a dick about it. Question Do we know what the Roadrunner is?
0: I wait, wait. I would actually say that the whole, ro- like, the roadrunner being that extra, is like strategically smart because you are trying to disincentivize the coyote from coming after you. Because if 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 you just run away, then the coyote comes after you again. But if you keep making it so painful, you're gonna get the coyote to go after something else.
1: But I mean,
0: what's the definition of insanity? <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean, there's how many are times, talking, I mean, we are
1: talking years about and years Yeah, well, well, we can't dismiss it like that, though, because otherwise, why are we talking about it? Point taken. Right? Because, like, it, he does it over and over, so it's clearly not disincentivizing it. But yeah. Also, are there, like, no other animals in this world? It's just the two of them, so <laughs> the coyote has no other animals to prey on. But I also feel like
2: with the two of them they're like kind of back and forth to go. like it's per- it's personal now he can't just go like even if he like you know can get other prey like you gotta come back and get this fucker that's been like tormenting him
0: the roadrunner really is living in a permanent state of what the dog doing
2: yeah okay i need to find out what he is though that's like insane. do we know what kind of person? he's a
1: roadrunner
0: yeah, he's the roadrunner.
1: That's a kind of bird. Oh, is... What?
0: I really want to meet whoever named birds, because they're, like, the funniest oh things God, I've I ever heard. They have some of the weirdest names.
1: Oh, <laughs> but he's, yeah, that's, he has just, a that's just straight
2: up what's that looks. Also known as chaparral birds. Or chaparral? Yeah. Cool. Species of fast-running ground cuckoos. That's fun. Oh, they're real funky looking. They
1: got the cool,
2: like, yeah, hair style yeah. one. Yeah, um, who is out there naming naming birds? I don't know, but they're having a good time. They're having a great time. Another tweet I'll have to link. It's like, somebody, somebody tweeted, it. it was like, people are out here naming birds things like hot-breasted milf, and no one does anything about it
0: i love that tweet
2: and like they're right there's a bird called a great tit what yeah whoever's naming birds seems to be having a lot of fun and honestly good for them
1: I don't know. I feel like there's good and bad on both sides. I don't think they're a clear hero or villain or victim. Yeah, that seems fair.
0: In the... There is no good or evil. There's only power. Professor Quirrell. Um, Super deep.
2: I don't feel bad for Elmer Fudd though.
0: Okay, He has wait.
1: everything coming. Everything that oh, looks no, Bunny he has coming.
0: Yeah. Wait, yeah. okay. I know I totally brought this on myself and on the group because I'm the one who made the plural reference, but I was thinking, how did Snape not figure out, or how did Voldemort not figure out Snape was against him? Because, like, Voldemort was riding around on the back of this dude's head while Snape was saying, like, leave Harry alone.
1: He figured he was just playing this role, No, you know. So he was just yeah, playing. maybe.
0: Because
1: you never know who could be watching. This is true.
0: But anyways, wait, sorry, what were we saying? Because I know I just took his heart uh, on hard left here. Um, the Bunny is
2: completely justified in. In any and all retaliation against Elmer Flood.
0: One hundred percent agree.
1: Yeah, it's different. Like Wiley e. Coyote, again, just a predatory carnivore animal. He has to do that to survive. He doesn't really, you know, have much option. Elmer Fudd's doing it for funsies. Oh, yeah. Elmer Fudd got
0: Beyond Burgers.
1: Another fun thing I
2: love from Looney Tunes, and somebody like put this, like, took this, like, gif from Looney Tunes where it's like a Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. They keep like ripping down the sign. It's like in season rabbit, in season duck, and then it's like in season hunter. And someone was like, "This is class solidarity. <laughs> this is what class consciousness is." <laughs>
1: season season.
2: season, hunter awesome. and they both just look at each other like good stuff <laughs> that's another show i wonder well, like why the original ever like quote unquote ended like why did the original looney tunes ever like stop being produced why did the original muppet show ever end they both smack
1: What's really fun about uh, Looney Tunes is that they're using these actual animal types, but they're way out of proportion to what they would actually be in the real world. Yeah. Like, Wiley Coyote and Run- Roadrunner are, like, the same size, even though Roadrunners are, like... I know, they're tiny! Yeah? You know? And then thinking about, like, Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny, like, what their size difference should be. Like, Bugs Bunny, if that were an actual bunny, that would be but terrifying. But was,
2: like... But, like... You know that thing that's, like, rabbit is obsessed with giant girlfriend four times his- Like, they're like the little pet bunny rabbits, and then there are the big wild rabbits, like. A rabbit and a- like, an actual rabbit and an actual duck could be the same size, depending on the rabbit. Yes, but these ones are
1: human-sized.
2: Yeah, that is a little alarming. (laughs) I had another- I had another thought. And it was something that had to do- Oh, Bugs Bunny has too much power. Because Bugs Bunny, like, culturally, made the term Nimrod into an insult, and Nimrod was like a like great biblical hunter, so mm-hmm. he was like, I think he was like calling like Elmer Fudd Nimrod like as an like as a joke, but now it's just an like straight up an insult because of Looney Tunes.
1: I haven't heard anybody use it a long time. But still, like. Too powerful.
0: Nobody said Nimrod in 20 years. I haven't heard anything.
2: (laughs) She told him to beat it, bozo. No, she did not. No, she did not. She is from another country. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, John Mulaney. Love him.
0: I couldn't remember the exact quote, but, but I'm glad you picked up what I was trying to put down. Of
2: course, of course. Nothing but John Mulaney references between the two of us.
0: He told him to beat that bozo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't watched those specials in quite a while. I think I'm, I think I'm due for another, another binge.
0: Also, I want to see a crossover between, like, with Elmer Fudd versus the Killer Rabbit of Carbonog, from yes, absolutely, Honey Python. Just Bugs Bunny could
2: have defeated chance. Thanos. So it was nice. Thought easily. you were gonna say
1: Frank from Donnie Darko. <laughs> that
2: was the first bunny that my head. But yeah, no, Um, Bugs Bunny could have easily defeated Thanos, like in like five minutes,
1: or the Bunny from Holy Grail. Yeah.
0: Oh, that no, he he literally would because he would just like draw another dimension into the side of a mountain, and then Thanos would try to go into it.
2: Correct absolutely correct
0: or, or he'd like like i i don't know draw a, a gem and then put an anvil right above it
1: yeah and it, and it would work
0: mm-hmm. Man,
1: those cartoons made me think anvils are so much more common than they actually are yeah right i've never seen an anvil in real life
0: yeah oh yeah. i've definitely seen an anvil in real life but oh, like
2: I, I haven't and i work like i work on a construction site and i've never seen
1: an anvil. Old-timey they have a blacksmith or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. Well, y-
0: you haven't seen an anvil because it's a construction zone not from, like, the year 1100.
2: This is true. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, a weld shop and everything. I'm, like, surprised that, like, it right, never yeah. comes in handy. But also, I don't... Do I look like I know what actually happens in a weld shop? No. And I don't.
0: I have no idea. I, I-, I know it's, like, sticking metal to other metal, and that's about as far Yeah, that sounds
1: about right. Something like that. Makes me wonder how they landed on anvils as, like, the standard heavy thing to drop on others. Like, because there's a lot of heavy things.
2: Maybe because it's, like, a fun stylized thing to draw rather than just, like, very heavy block.
0: The other thing is, like, anvils are actually a lot smaller than I thought they were. Hmm. Like, I... I distinctly remember the first time I saw an anvil, I was like, this is not as big as I thought anvils were.
1: I think there are varying sizes, because sometimes you need bigger ones when you're working bigger pieces.
0: Sure, which is also entirely fair.
2: I
1: mean, you could, like, drop pianos on people instead. I mean, there's definitely a fair amount of that in various cartoons. Yeah. You could drop a car on somebody.
0: Isn't that how Chidi died in oh,
1: the, good the Good place? place?
0: Like, like a piano? It, like, was it an air conditioner? On I thought
1: it was an air conditioner. A, or maybe it was
0: an air conditioner, I don't know, but that's another heavy thing. Good job on someone.
2: Yeah,
0: an air conditioner. Why do I think it was a piano? Maybe it wasn't.
1: That's a pretty...
0: Wait, now I'm... Okay, now I'm really curious.
1: Now I'm Googling it.
0: Okay. Our uh, oh, did real I time tell fact checker, the, like, stuffed animal the Air
1: conditioner,
0: air air conditioner? Air. okay.
1: Did
2: I ever tell either of you guys that the stuffed animal that I had like an emotional attachment to as a child and and, and still do, frankly, is a, like a Tweety bird? It's adorable. It's not yellow
1: anymore. It hasn't been yellow for a very long time. The, the Good Place Wiki actually has a list of deaths. It's the official one. Just lists out every character and how they died.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: There's a fair amount of that. Oh, jeez. smacking
2: my desk here. I think we did good today, friends. Mm-hmm. I think we did very good. Some hot takes. Some red hot takes. Thank you, friends, Agreed. for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we will be
1: back again next week. Adios. Later. This week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at Bridget Kelly, 98 at Zach Calderon and at and Sarah said, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening!